Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your spiritual big sis, Sin from Divine Hoops. Join me to spill the hottest spiritual tea about co-creation, Santissima Muerte, readings, healing, and everything else you can think of. I'm here to inspire you and help you tap into your most authentic and divine self. So join me in this walk of life and know that you're not alone in this spiritual awakening. To be in the know or learn more, follow me on Instagram at Divine Hoops. I have also resurfaced my apothecary, which has now been officially moved to divinehoops.com. For more insight, longer episodes, and behind the scenes, make sure to join my Patreon. See y'all soon. Hello and welcome back to Spirity Talks Podcast. Or if you're new here, welcome to our Soul Fam. Here with your girl Divine Hoops. We're going to continue this mini-series. So thank you so much for bearing with me on the last episode. I know that I talked a lot more in the background of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And also bringing a small light... <laughs> a small little chicken coop light of the drama that had unfolded as of last week however that was all that needed to be talked about i just i needed to say something if you see something say something especially when other other people are being bullied um if santisimas muerte is really being used to fear monger other people talk about it say it out loud you know what the deal is uh, today's episode however I really want to get into the questions that you guys sent. Again, I am very grateful that you guys sent some great questions. That's why I'm creating this mini series because let's let's dive into it, right? Um, there's also going to be something else that I will be doing. So uh, just kind of bear with me. This is going to be kind of like multiple parts or at least I will try to make it that way. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. Maybe, you know, skip ahead <laughs> or go back. However y'all want to do it. So, I'm going to... Let me see. I haven't I haven't chosen which question to really get into for our first mini-series. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to answer uh, Lena's question, Doll Tarot Botanica. She asks, what's your experience with astral projection? I think this was the one that like really caught my eye from all the other questions. Uh, for one, because I've never really been asked <laughs> about like my astral projection um, journey. And I don't even think I've ever mentioned astral projection besides one time when i was on live with roman but so astral projection right let me go ahead and just read to y'all what astral projection is so astral projection is the term used to describe an intentional out-of-body experience that assumes the existence of your subtle body known as the astral body or the body of light through with Though with uh, with consciousness can function separately from the physical body and travel through astral plane. Plain and simple, right? Nope, no pun intended. <laughs> so, 
my experience with astral projection i've actually been astral projecting since i was six shortly after i started to realize that i was spiritually connected and i was talking to the dead so like i mentioned the last episode um, i will get more into the background of my spiritual journey and just being a gifted child really more into my new podcast uh is spooky is spooky ghoul because that's where i will talk about more about the paranormal and you know everything that i experienced in mexico and which was a lot so i started astro projecting when i was six and i remember my very first uh my very first astro projection i had um traveled to my great-grandmother's house which was my grandfather's mom i i was very close to her she was very loving she man i believe now looking back that she was very spiritually connected there was just something about her that i felt i felt like just spiritually connected to her i don't know how else to really say it she gave me this this feeling of very different from my grandmother because my grandmother and i were very very close so it was just a different i I can't really explain it i can't i haven't really thought much to it so i don't want to say something that when i listen back it's just like "Mm, that's not really what i meant so excuse me so i remember i had traveled to my grandmother's uh, my great-grandmother's house and this house that she had her particular room was on like a second story and i remember kind of floating it was weird because i was floating up the stairs and then i guess once i realized that i was floating up the stairs that's when i was like oh this is a dream So, I remember even saying to myself, I'm going to control my dream. (laughs) And I was very young. I was thinking, like, let me control my dream. I remember walking into her room where I would always be. Because I would always play with her rosaries. I would... She had altars. And I think that's why I felt that spiritual connection. Because she had altars. She had candles. She had incense. She had the whole shebang, yo. So, I felt very much like home when i was in her room so when i walked in i remember seeing her sitting on her chair that was next to her bed and i had asked her like why are you sitting in your chair and she just kind of smiled and she just told me to like you know lay on her bed and she was like putting me to sleep which was weird because i'm just like but in my head i'm thinking but but i'm dreaming (laughs) like i can't go to sleep like i'm already dreaming what are you doing so i just kind of like let it let it be and i remember like you know she was just rubbing my back and just telling me how much she loved me and all of that and then i was telling her how much i loved like playing with her rosaries and you know i was just like talking to her and i remember getting up from the bed and going to her dresser where she had like perfumes and she also had like other little things that like i was very very intrigued with and she told me like um that she had to go and i was just like oh where are you going 
And I remember that um, she opened the door to get out of her room. And I was just like, wait, hold on. Because she was, you know, viejita. Yeah, she was, you know, old, an older lady. And I was just kind of like confused to why she was opening the door. And I was like, well, hold on. Let me help you down the stairs. And she was just like, no, I got it. And she walked down the stairs. But like this bright light came came shining and I was standing behind her and all of a sudden I'm downstairs in the kitchen area um and I'm having breakfast with my with my cousins and they're telling me how much they loved like my great-grandmother and stuff and I'm eating and I'm just kind of like wondering like what's going on anyways long story long um she passed away um a few days after and after a few days after she passed, I asked her projected to her garden and she showed up to me in her garden to tell me how much she loved me. And that was that was that. Um, after that, I realized that I can control my dreams. So I started astro projecting quite often. And there is just so much so many vivid dreams. There's been different worlds that i have traveled and one in particular where i had like a reoccurring um time frame was like a forest like a forest like community where we all had houses out by the forest there was all, always like bonfires happening there was um <clears throat> a bunch of like gatherings happening um this is also a place where i was constantly being chased by something and if y'all don't know like when you're being chased in the astral realm it's you have to do a lot of more spiritual work and a lot of protection it just it, your astral world lets you know what you need to do in your physical world you can also do a lot of healing in your astral world and that's um by the way and again i've never really talked about this because not a lot of people experience it and not a lot of people know how to do it right to me i can't <clears throat> i can't give you step by step on how to do it because i've been doing it since i was young that if i want to astral project i just kind of have to think about it and let let it happen and it takes practice again this has not like just naturally flown like you know when I was young I was able to do it <clears throat> just a couple times and then I got older I think I was about 16 17 when I realized that I can control my dreams my boyfriend at the time I had told him that like I go in a different world when I dream and I didn't even know what, what that was called and he would like be so surprised he was just like what like what do you mean <clears throat> excuse me and I would tell him like oh I have a whole different life like when I dream and he just thought I was crazy <laughs> not in like oh you cuckoo like he was just like what the fuck that's crazy like I don't have that so that's why I never really talked about it because you know there was you know the I guess quote-unquote normal people 
that like didn't know what that was about so it was hard for me to explain that what was what was happening <clears throat> excuse me sorry i have allergies so bear with me in this episode and my experiences with again like i mentioned last year i was able to heal a lot because once your body gets out of uh, fight or flight mode right you sleep a lot because you have been deprived from sleeping so when my body was trying to regulate itself i was sleeping a lot but during this time i was just so freaking tired of every moment of my life just in so much agony that even when i would go to sleep i would be in agony so um, i took it into my own hands to do healing work in my dreams which by the way if you guys haven't catched on the very first spells that i did when i realized my power was dream work Um, I'm very connected to my dreams. My dreams are who make me and who I have been. And during this time where I was in agony, I was just like, well, let me try to heal within my dreams so I can stop fucking dreaming about, you know, the abuse that I experienced. And instead, heal so when i'm up in the physical physical realm i can do my spiritual work and kind of tackle all of it at once and like i've mentioned before that's why i exhausted myself because i felt like i just kept on trying to heal and trying to heal and trying to heal and i was literally breaking my soul into different parts on a consistent basis because if it wasn't emotional healing from my therapy if it wasn't spiritual healing from my spiritual work if it wasn't mind mind healing from shadow work if it wasn't soul healing from my dream work astral projection it was just the physical healing of just getting my body to move and realize that like you're safe now i was doing all of that and like it was very much consuming me so take your time with it but yes you can definitely use astral projection for healing and that was one of the biggest thing like when i finally took a break from you know from my therapies from shadow work i was just constantly doing dream work and tapping in into my dreams tapping into the astral projection changing the astral projection world because the world that i was constantly astral projecting to when i was in that messed up situation was very very a very 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 dark place and to the point that I was already sleep deprived by being a new mom, by being abused, by constantly being on edge. Now I'm astral projecting to a very, you know, not a so not a great place. However, I am very thankful because Santa Muerte started to help me with my astral projections to make sure that I was 
in easier places. It was another instance where I talked about this on my life with Roman. Because him and I were talking about it. And I astro projected and i'm gonna get a little personal so just you know please listen with an open heart and a kind heart listen with an open mind with an, a kind heart did i say that i hope i said that right <laughs> um when i was finally coming into an end of the abuse that i was experiencing i again my dreams and i we are connected and especially if your woman or if you're pregnant <clears throat> your dreams are your literal message your literal messenger okay during this time i was already in having suspicions about what was going on there was a lot happening during this time frame and that particular dream was um was really the that I was grasping towards my exit. I, again, go to sleep. I wake up, or not wake up, astro project to a bar. A bar that I've never been in, by the way. I've never, didn't recognize it. I saw the outside of it, and I was just like, okay, I've never been here. So we go in, and I say we because you're about to listen. You're about to, you're about to find out why I'm saying we. The door opens, and right when you open the door, you see the bar. So it's right there. As soon as you walk in, you take two steps, and you can sit in that little edge of the corner, right? And then the bar is, like, long. So it, you walk in, and it's just a long bar. And then it goes back to, like, the little oval where, you know, people come out of the kitchen to, like, get food for, like, people and I, t I look to my right and the half of it is like a dance floor there's chairs there's like a little little islands and then a big dance floor and then you'll see like bathrooms to the left of the dance floor i saw all of this by the way like it was just super detailed and i'm like okay these details are ex like extreme <laughs> and i've never been here before so again i feel like i'm floating as I'm walking or floating towards the end of the bar. Again, that little ledge where you'll see the opening of the kitchen door, I guess. So <clears throat> I'm floating there. And I'm just kind of like vibing. Because I'm just like, okay, I guess I'm at the bar tonight. And I see my ex-abuser sitting down. That's how my ex-husband. And um, he's wearing all black something that he would he would wear and during this time it's cold so he had a jacket on or whatever and i see him on his phone <clears throat> i see him on his phone and it's like i'm getting a pov of him texting and for whatever reason it was saying to noelle and it said i'm here babe and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck is Noelle? And I'm like, hello? And he's not budging. He can't hear me. And I was just like, what the fuck is going out? So I'm not here with him? And I remember saying that. I was like, so I'm not here with him. And then he, op he orders a Jack and Coke. He 
gets the Jack and Coke. He stares it with the straws. He put the straws down. Um, and then all of a sudden, a girl walks. Walks in, light-complected. And walks behind him, rubs his back. And it's like my world went mute. Like, everything just went mute. And I'm just watching him kiss her. She sits down. She orders something long, like maybe vodka and Sprite or tequila and Sprite. Like a clear liquor with Sprite. And again, I'm just watching this unfold. And I look to my right and Santissima's right there. And again, Santissima, when she appears, she is tall, okay? So she's like seven, eight feet. So I'm looking up at her. And she's just daggering them both. Just straight up staring at them. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, I literally asked her, like, what is going on? And then she takes me back. Like, I'm still, we're still looking at them. Well, I'm still looking at them. She's standing behind them. And it's like she's taking me away. Like, you you see what you needed to see. I got you. Because she stays behind. And again, her, her presence is seven, eight. She is as tall as the fucking inside of the bar. And once I get out, because again, I'm like floating. Once I get out, the doors close and I wake up. And I was just like, whoa, what the fuck was that? I wake up and this was during the time that my ex was supposedly doing Uber Eats, DoorDash at nighttime. And during this time frame, he started coming home four or five in the morning claiming that he was working. And when I woke up, I leaned in to smell his breath and I smelled alcohol. And I was like, what are the odds? What are the odds? So when he wakes up, He's getting ready for work. I'm getting ready, you know, for the kids and whatever. And I asked him, like, did you go out drinking last night? He's like, no. Do you ever go out drinking when you're waiting for a ride, maybe? Or, like, waiting for an order to come through? He's like, no. Like, I don't want to be fucked up driving. And because (laughs) this man was using my car, by the way. So I'm like, okay. I was like, well, let me tell you what I dreamt. And I'm walking him through this whole entire dream. And he was just like, hmm, that's weird. He was like, well, no, there's no bitches. I'm like, okay. I kind of just let it be. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe he forgot about that dream because literally two weeks later, three weeks later, he takes me to this fucking bar. The exact, exact bar that I asked her projected to. And it did not hit me until we sat down because we sat down right in the entrance not at the end of the bar and at the end of the bar there was two bartenders there was a girl bartender in the first half of the bar and there was another a male bartender on the other half of the bar and he says hi to the guy and i was just like oh he looks familiar he's just like oh that's so-and-so's brother or whatever and i was just like oh, okay and then i found it weird because he kind of looked nervous that guy looked nervous he shook his hand gave my ex money and i was just like what the fuck why did he give you money 
didn't know that during this time my ex was selling drugs uh, co- <laughs> cocaine to be exact and he was just like oh i am i'm gonna make him a custom-made teacher uh t-shirt and um was like how much did he give you and it was like 80 dollars. and i was just like he's giving you 80 dollars for a t-shirt like what the fuck he's like oh yeah it's gonna be you know making a bullshit and the guy again was avoiding eye contact he was not talking to him i was like well if that's your friend why is he not talking to you he's like i don't know maybe he's busy there was nobody at the bar top there was nobody at the bar top there was like maybe five of us and i realized that the bar started to look really familiar once i sat down so once we got out i started questioning him about like maybe selling drugs or meeting up with people and again deny 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 Two weeks after is when everything just went down and uh, I was able to free myself from the abuse. So my experience with astral projecting are could be fun. I can use them to just check in on my other life. <laughs> and I know that it sounds crazy, but it's true. However, <coughs> excuse me, astral projection is also uh, exhausting because you're using a lot of your energy so when you wake up still tired it's because you're you're living a whole different life out there where you are using your energy and you know your soul is traveling so your soul is still very much tired i wouldn't recommend it to do it as often i know that other people may have different experiences with astral projection but this is just my my opinion you can do so much with astral projection you can meet with people um even in the now you know like me in the astral like in the astral world like it's a this a real thing you really can't i've been in touch with people that way the reason why some of my best friends from when i was a child are like oh you came in my dream and it's just so funny because you were in my world girl like we were <laughs> we were out there having fun and it's it's a great thing to just kind of keep in connection with our souls um even our soul mates you know there's just um like i've mentioned it, it just to be cautious i i don't know how else to say it and maybe somebody else who's interested on like telling me their stories about astral projection y'all can email me or send me a dm about your own experience with astral projection if y'all use it just to like you know have fun connect with other people with healing with you know intense dreams or you know like for my instance being shown there there's something going on do it um quite honestly i haven't done so recently and maybe i am now tonight since i'm talking about it and now like my subconscious is aware that like hey we haven't visited our other life like should we go my (laughs) my astral world is very unique and i've created it to become a safe place and i've also created other places where i can go and uh fuck people up (laughs) where it's just like you did me wrong and i'm gonna fucking haunt you in your own dreams that's you know hmm that's for another story maybe but y'all let me know what your experience with astral projection has been has it been intense has it been fun has it been something that you just can't get into and if so let me know and y'all, you guys can also leave any comments once you swipe up where it says, what do you think about this episode? I would love to hear from y'all. Y'all don't know how much it makes my day 
hearing from y'all when y'all like tell me like oh my god i just listened to your podcast y'all can do so by leaving a review a five-star review um and not being a hate ass bitch like others <laughs> you can live a uh, leave a five-star review and when you leave a review you can even put in your own experiences if you would want me to read them here on this mini series or just in general and again i will get in touch with those who have emailed me i am so incredibly grateful y'all don't even know how much that like makes me so geeked to hear from y'all like it really does make my whole entire week so until the next series we'll talk more (laughs) bye